0: Hello and welcome. I'm Vivek, and you're listening to HackerRank Radio, a podcast spotlighting top engineering leaders who discuss the challenges and opportunities that exist today in building and developing world-class engineering teams. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be starting a new mini-series titled Making Remote Work. The purpose of the series is to help companies and hiring teams navigate through the new reality of running and hiring teams remotely. In each episode, we'll speak with a leader of companies who are already leading the way in remote work. Today, I'm super, super excited to invite Nancy, who is the Director of Talent Acquisition at ServiceNow. I've had the pleasure of working with Nancy in her prior company as well at FY. So super excited to have you here, Nancy. Thank you for coming.
1: Vivek, thank you for the invite. So I am part of ServiceNow's Global Talent Acquisition team. And I lead the recruiting for America's engineering organization, which is huge right now, especially with the number of products that we're supporting for ServiceNow.
0: Very, very excited to have you here. You know, and obviously this has been a testing time for every business. Everybody had to adjust their plans. They had to go to a remote setting, work from home. And unfortunately, some of them had to actually cut down their company, lay off furlough and all of those things. But there's been a set of customers that we've been working with have actually seen an increased demand for their products and solutions and all of those things that they've been accelerating their hiring. And I would say ServiceNow is actually one of them where it's actually growing at a pretty good clip. So I'm guessing you'd have to do a pretty big shift in the way that you work, in the way that you interview and all of those things. So what I wanted to cover, at least in this interview, is mostly about how you've adapted to this new world and also to get your predictions of what you expect will happen post the shelter in place, post-COVID and things.
1: Absolutely. I'm happy
0: to share. Maybe just to kick off, did you make any changes in your hiring plans because of COVID or did you actually say we're going to stick to the plan or accelerate? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: You know, as you mentioned, because we are a digital transformation company, We were one of the lucky companies that was still high in demand, and we're so grateful for the customers that we have. At ServiceNow, we're actually hiring extensively globally in all organizations, and year over year, our growth is approximately about 30% year over year. So this is great for ServiceNow and for many people who want to come and work for ServiceNow. So despite the COVID crisis, our growth trajectory remains steady. And we're planning to continue hiring globally throughout 2020.
0: That is pretty amazing. You know, I follow you on LinkedIn. I follow Pat Waters on LinkedIn as well. And she's been in, and in general service now. And Pat and everybody have been like talking a lot about the concept of virtual interns. Well, real interns in a virtual setting. And I saw the blog post today that today you're welcoming all of these interns. You know, Nancy, one of the things that I've heard from Just a great point and what people think about it is, hey, we're comfortable doing the remote hiring and stuff for professionals, but I'm hesitant to do it for a new grad or intern because they don't have any professional experience. But ServiceNow is completely on the other side where you actually went out and said, no, we're actually going big on getting these interns to work in a remote setting. Can you talk to me a little bit about the decision making that went behind the scenes, how you got comfortable as well as what are the things that you're doing to onboard and make sure that it's productive for them?
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, actually, one of my favorite things to talk about is actually our university program, because it's so exciting to see these new, fresh grads and their, you know, just their faces, our new workforce for the future. So as a digital company, we were able to quickly pivot our workforce to be 100% digital. And that holds true for our summer internship program as well. We monitored the development of COVID-19 pandemic very closely. And actually, Fairly early on, about January, February timeframe, we were already looking at this. So we started with early internal discussions with our leaders about different possibilities and scenarios. We started to pivot the internship experience. We start to adjust our program to meet the changing environment. And this happened very quickly. Our early career team worked tirelessly to develop new content. For example, a digital intern manager toolkit and digital summer activities that would still provide an impactful and productive summer experience for our interns, our intern managers, and our mentors.
0: Got it. Interesting. And how many interns do you expect to onboard this year?
1: About 360. That is big. I I believe they actually started this week. I mean, it's
0: super exciting to actually see because as much as it's very, very tough market, because a lot of companies are laying off and letting go of people, the cohort of people that I am always worried about is the new grads and interns because, hey, they don't have a lot of professional experience. They were looking forward to starting to work at a company. It's just amazing to see this great news from ServiceNow saying, hey, we're sticking to it. We're going to recruit people.
1: Yes, we are very fortunate, but I would have to say we also owe it to the support of our leadership. They really understand the value and the impact of our interns and what that can bring to the organization.
0: Just continuing on the university recruiting, I know it's a big passion for you. How are you thinking about the fall recruiting season, university recruiting season, which usually happens where people are going to go to different campuses, set up booths and recruit people? You know, we're still not sure about travel, how comfortable people would be in and things. Do you think that will also become digital in terms of remote recruiting? How do you think about it for this year?
1: We are in unprecedented times. I do think that a lot of companies, not just ServiceNow, have proven that we can stay productive in a virtual environment, and we are adapting quickly. So, you know, the one thing about university hiring is, in the past, most companies would not even entertain remote internships. Fast forward to today, companies like ServiceNow are proving we're still able to provide a great internship experience, no matter where we are, and we're leveraging our own internal tools for the digital workflows right this is a huge advantage for us and other companies who are already further along in digital transformation so i think what you're going to look at is you will see much more virtual career fairs you're also going to see that maybe we are not going to be limited to local universities close by we might even be able to be much more global in the way we implement internships and develop our future workforce So there's a lot of things still being developed today.
0: That is the most exciting part. I mean, there's this famous adage of talent is distributed everywhere, but opportunity is not. And I think this pandemic or crisis might finally make that adage come true as people start to realize that, hey, this is true. We have put artificial boundaries saying you need to be within a 10 mile radius or a 20 mile radius, but it kind of doesn't matter wherever you are. And this can fundamentally change the way that you even think about hiring and recruiting and onboarding talent. Do you feel the same way?
1: I feel 100% the same way. It's going to change how we even look at talent, how we develop talent, how we enable the talent in the future. So there's a lot of fantastic things ahead. But then this also means that candidates, interns, anyone that will be our future workforce, they may need to also take a look at what they have to offer in our new digital world.
0: And coming back a little bit about the other professional hires, you've also continued to hire developers at different levels of seniority, and now that's all completely done remotely. Can you talk a little bit about how you adapted to the whole remote setting?
1: Yeah, actually, I wanna tell you how we actually adopted that very quickly, and that's in close partnership with HackerRank.
0: That was not a leading question, but it's good to hear.
1: I'm glad because actually, HackRank really helped us in this. So, you know, changing from onsite to a virtual interview environment, it may not seem like such a tough thing to accomplish. However, when you start to put that together with going 100% virtual interview in less than a week in a high volume environment, and then thinking about rolling out global training to approximately half of your total workforce, as well as considering all the other recruiting logistics and operations you have to think about. And again, less than a week, it's gonna be quite challenging. So this is when we connected with HackerRank's customer success team. And together we worked on an end-to-end process. The process involved getting TA operations trained on how to assign HackerRank code pair seats, for example, to our engineering team across the globe, implementing a really fantastic interview scheduling process Around the tool and then capturing the metrics and, of course, overall satisfaction. Additionally, of course, as I mentioned, we had the daunting task of training a global engineering team, our recruiting team, our talent acquisition operations team in a very short period of time. So, well, you know what? HackerRank and ServiceNow challenge accepted, and the results were fantastic. We were able to successfully implement about 800 plus code pair interviews, and that's not including the code screen tests that we actually rolled out, and that was just since mid-March. Part of the success was because of the strong partnership with Hackering, who helped us with a seamless process, and that resulted in our team being able to meet the high demand for the virtual interviews.
0: That is awesome. That is super, super good to hear. About 800 interviews within eight weeks, completely done remote, what used to be done in an on-site setting. That is a dramatic, dramatic shift. How has the response
1: been? So internally, we created a knowledge base. And again, HackRank was very much a great partner. They provided all of the job aids that we needed to put in our knowledge base. This allowed us to have a reference point where our internal teams knew where to go and how to get things scheduled utilizing CodePair. On the interviewer side, they really felt the tool was very easy and comprehensive. You know, with the job aids, it was very intuitive. They were able to find the questions right away. They were able to implement the questions. And the best part was the coding and whiteboarding aspect made it very easy. They were able to also access a video and chat interface where they didn't have to actually launch a Zoom. It was all in one tool. On the interviewer side, it made it very seamless. On the candidate side, they felt that they were able to really showcase and highlight their skill set. And they also felt that they it gave them a feeling that it was actually unbiased. Because it was actually much more geared toward showing their skill set. And it allowed for that two-way collaboration and communication.
0: Yeah, no, super, super insightful. And I have like two follow-up questions of on that. One is... If interviewers really like this, and candidates also like this, do you think this will be the future of technical interviews? I'm curious to hear what you see as the future of developer hiring process or interview process.
1: You know, I've actually been talking to a few futurists within the HR and talent acquisition community. I do see that we are going to continue with virtual interviewing. You know, so we've, successfully proven that we can hire and work virtually while maintaining our productivity. So I foresee that this is going to continue as an option for our candidates and our employees. On the other hand, I also recognize that we're social beings. We're naturally going to need to be physically connected in some way. So I also see that we are going to still have some on-site interviewing and working physically in the office will also return But I see that as possibly an option versus a have to or mandated as a future part of our workforce. I think to be competitive as a company, we're going to have to consider how are we going to be providing those types of options and how are we going to be enabled to do both?
0: And there are a lot of companies that are making big moves. And the one that surprised me the most was Facebook. A giant company has like a huge office space in Menlo Park. And Zuckerberg got on to the call and said, yeah, I mean, I expect 50% of employees to be remote over the next five-ish years, which is big, you know, in terms of how you think about the talent market, how you think about the way that you plan and develop your workforce in the future. The second thing that he said that was insightful, and I'm curious to learn more about that is you said this also reduces bias. Can you talk a little more about why this has a better impact on bias than the onsite setting?
1: Absolutely. You know, when I was measuring candidate experience with hackering, it was actually one of the surprise results that I got. Because I was actually expecting much more of a negative result since there wasn't a human being on the other side. But in fact, strangely enough, candidates said, I really feel it was unbiased. So, for example, when we run a phone interview and they're listening to somebody over the phone or over video, most candidates felt that they were being judged rather than being looked at for their skill set. But when we send out a code screen assessment, it allows them to showcase themselves without any bias, without any comments or remarks. And that's why candidates feel this is a very fair way to assess who they are.
0: In terms of location strategy, have you had those conversations internally on how you think about it? Has that changed? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: So actually, we are in discussions in regard to that. So that's very intuitive of you, Vivek.
0: I was just guessing. Don't worry. I'm not snooping in your conversation. Oh,
1: not at <laughs> all. But, <laughs> but what I'm just saying, it's quite intuitive of you. So it is changing the game for us. And what that means is it's a good thing. This opens up a whole other pool of talent for us once we start untethering ourselves to our location. So yeah, that is definitely going to change.
0: Yeah, that is also big, right? I mean, like I'm I'm thinking about the ripple effects of how that's going to impact real estate, cost of living, you know, all of those things. Because my guess is, again, I, I don't know the service now plans, but like most companies, if, if you are looking to, okay, next year we have to double our space in the Bay Area. And now you're probably like, you know, hitting a pause button and going, do we really need to double our space in the Bay Area? Or can I go and set up an office in Phoenix or Pittsburgh or Dallas or wherever it is? Because there is great talent there. And I can actually spread out my wings farther than just stuck to the Bay Area.
1: Well, and for companies, that also means if they are able to save in some of these logistics, real estate, for example, is quite expensive, then that yep. means we can invest more in hiring more people. And that in turn actually is really great for the economy.
0: Do you think this will have an impact on people's salaries?
1: I think it's too early to tell. I think what you can look at is logically that is going to change over time and that may level set how we pay, what we pay people, but it's still too early to tell. Is right now what you're looking at today, a lot of our talent is still clustered in certain locations. However, as we progress in a virtual environment, people will have that flexibility to be located anywhere, which means that Now they can choose where they want to raise their family. They can choose maybe to live closer to their loved ones versus closer to the technology. So I do see that it may possibly change, but it's too early to tell at this point.
0: We're coming close to the end of the interview, and I know ServiceNow is hiring a lot of developers. What is the best way for me to apply to ServiceNow as well as some tips on how can I get a job at ServiceNow?
1: What would you say? So I would say, please look at our career website. We post and update our career website on a daily basis. So that is the best way. Then the other additional way is, of course, if you know someone at ServiceNow, referrals are something we take a look at and we actually highly value. And the third, of course, is connect with someone on my recruiting team. We will get back to you we will respond to all applications, whether we have a position for the individual or not.
0: That's a great commitment because a lot of candidates actually worry that the career page applying is usually like a black hole. Hey, will I hear back from people and others? And I think the ServiceNow team is is an exception in that where you do an amazing job in getting back to everybody, whether it's a yes or no. I mean, all they want is really a response. Tell me so that I can plan accordingly. That's right. Nancy, as you know, this has been a pretty tough time right now in the market and the economy. A lot of people have been laid off for load. And this is a tough situation because this is a health crisis, unlike the last recession. Like I can't even go out and shelter in place and I have family to take care. So it is very, very tough for people. What are some of the feedback or advice or insights that you would like to give to people who have been laid off? How can they get back into working?
1: Number one, I'm very hopeful that our economy is going to get back on track once we get through this crisis. So my best advice for candidates who are looking for their next opportunity is number one, please take care of yourself and your family. You know, losing your job is losing a little piece of us. So we are all grieving and, you know, take the time to please think about and feel that maybe anxiety that you're feeling and recenter yourself. Once you've recentered yourself, then I would consider your next steps. Think about what you loved about your prior company, what you didn't like about your prior company. And this is gonna determine your next steps in looking for your new role. Then take a look at the industry and sectors that are looking for or have a high demand for employees and try to translate your skill sets to meet this new demand in this new sector. And of course, reach out to your professional network, family and friends, let them know that you're looking. People naturally want to help one another, and so don't be afraid to ask for that support. And of course, lastly, stay positive. It does take a bit of time to be patient and to wait for that response. Don't sit in front of your computer eight hours or a full day looking for a job. Instead, schedule that time. Send out your applications, and then for the rest of the day, do something for yourself. Invest in your development and think about, you know, the future you want to be in. Companies now have access to more talent as they untether themselves to their location and digitize their workflows to enable a new virtual workforce. Likewise, candidates will have more options to consider than before. You know, other cities, other states, and other countries. So just as companies are pivoting quickly, candidates will need to adapt quickly and evolve our skills today to meet the future demands of tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Super insightful. Nancy, thank you so much.
1: Vivek, thank you for having me.
0: You've been listening to HackerRank Radio, the podcast dedicated to discussing the challenges and the opportunities in building and developing world-class engineering teams. Brought to you by HackerRank, the developer skills company.